my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is about how to transition more easily from one thing to another. Shifting gears can be hard, but certain techniques can lead to a little less whiplash and a little more satisfaction. I've realized over the years that some people feel differently about transition than others do. A tiny boat might be able to turn quickly. A big tanker needs a long time to shift direction. It's not that one kind of boat is better than the other. They're just built in entirely different ways. I am more of the tiny sailboat type myself. Over years of working from home and raising five children, I have learned to make use of small bits of time and to consider any hour open for work or home life tasks. So when I talk about time with people who are concerned about their work-life balance, one of my favorite suggestions is to consider what I call a split shift. You leave the office on time, spend the evening with young kids who go to bed relatively early, then do some more work at night after the kids go to bed. That way, you're trading off work time for TV time instead of work time for family time. Brilliant, right? Some people agree with me that this is brilliant. They try it eagerly and tell me how happy they are to spend more time with their kids while still putting in the hours they need to at work. They finally have it all. Other people think this sounds like the worst idea ever. Once they are done with work for the night, they are done. They are not going to easily turn the oil tanker around. Starting back up at 8 p.m. makes them feel, as one woman wrote, ill with self-pity, or more likely, just ineffective. By the time they get back into work mode, it would be time to go to bed, and they'll have to get out of work mode again. As an integrator type, I can think this sounds ridiculous but we all have to know ourselves. The trouble for the oil tanker types of the world is that life demands a lot of transitions. And I heartily suggest you build your life to spend whole work days focused on one thing if you can, but many people find that impossible. We have to transition between projects, between meetings and focused work, and now from home to work and work to home in many cases without the separation, of a commute. 
If you do find transitions from one mode to another hard, then you need to come up with ways to train your brain to get into the groove more quickly. One of the best ways to do that is to have some sort of ritual that quickly gets you into work mode and quickly out of work mode. If you work from home, you could try a fake commute. You walk to a local coffee shop, get a big cup to go, and walk home and straight into your office. Now, you are in work mode, not home mode. The feel of that big cup of coffee and having physically moved yourself around can send your brain the signal that now it is time. Another method is to have some sort of go-to song. You might not even have to play the whole thing. Music can powerfully shift the brain into certain modes. That's why you feel nostalgic whenever you hear that song that was popular around the time of your high school graduation or your first love or what have you. Choose a song that means now is work time and you can get your brain moving quickly. You can also choose a song that means now is not work time and figure out how you can relax as quickly as possible too. Sometimes scents can do this as well. And I know this sounds a little strange, but hear me out. Scents very quickly take the brain places, pretty much as quickly as music. Smell the perfume your grandmother used and you are quickly a little kid hanging out in her kitchen. Smell dogwoods on the spring breeze and you are transported to your 10-year-old bedroom where there was a dogwood right outside. So choose an invigorating scent like a cedar-scented candle and then light it when it is go time. Do this for several days in a row and your brain will come to associate focus with that scent. You can also do certain things to let your brain relax a bit more about upcoming transitions. For instance, if you really want to focus on something without watching the clock, then set an alarm for five to 10 minutes before you need to stop. That way you can get into it, knowing that you will have time to transition when you need to. You might also get in the habit of getting to a natural stopping point with your work. Yes, other people interrupt us, both colleagues and family members these days. But we interrupt ourselves sometimes, too. Instead of giving in to the urge to check email, which is a transition, by the way, which even people who hate transitions seem to make effortlessly, push through until you are done with a section of your report or have finished that whole memo or set the whole agenda for your meeting. Note the exact next steps. Then you can take a break and know that you are teed up to start again pretty easily. In any case, I am always looking for more suggestions on how to make smoother transitions. If you have something that works for you, I'd love to hear about it. You can let me know at laura at lauravandercam.com. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch.
Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday.